What's up, everyone? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So today, I am going to start off by telling you some brief conspiracies. Big Pharma edition. Just because, like, I seriously cannot grasp why billions of people are literally lining up at the doors of Big Pharma to bend over with no lube. It's like, I don't know, not too long ago, everybody seemed to understand that Big Pharma was fucking scummy and shady. They had literally killed a million people with their fucking opiate epidemic. And speaking of, the Sattler family just got some rich people justice. Now, the Sattler family is the people that owned Purdue. And Purdue is the pharmaceutical company that kicked off the opioid epidemic 20 years ago. Now, since Purdue started it, don't think all these other little grubby big pharma places haven't gotten involved in it. Because they have. And all of them have been sued, basically, into oblivion. But Purdue, since they kind of kicked off this whole opiate epidemic, and they were so fucking shady and got caught being super shady. I've discussed it on past episodes, so if you want more uh, Big Pharma scandal, just search the past episodes. But anyway, this judge yesterday ruled that they get bankruptcy protection. So they basically made $10 billion profit from the opioid epidemic, and they were only fined $4 billion. So, obviously, simple math shows that's leaving the Sattler family $6 billion fucking blood money. And everyone just is fucking quiet. Mainstream media is quiet. Because, you know, Kabobo and the Vax. The Vax that's fucking creating all these variants. And that's not even a conspiracy. It's like, literally, the ex-head of Pfizer is saying this shit. But I'm off on a tangent. Let me get back now to some big pharma proven conspiracies. So Merck. Merck is the company that basically owns ivermectin and who is now trying to convince the government that ivermectin is so fucking dangerous, even though it's saved countless lives and been used for decades, all because they are coming out with their own Kabobo jab next year. But anyways, Merck made a quote-unquote hit list of doctors who criticized Vioxx. And according to testimony in a Vioxx class action lawsuit in Australia, the list emailed between Merck employees contained doctors' names with the labels neutralize, neutralized, discredit next to their names. One email said, we may need to seek them out and destroy them where they live. So... Yeah, fucking insane. That a hit list of doctors because they don't want to fuck around with that drug. So the next little proven conspiracy, the head of the FDA's opioid advisory team says officials are manipulating process to benefit big pharma. Since the 1990s, the FDA division responsible for opioid approval relies on the drug industry for 75% of its budget. And the FDA officials engage in, quote-unquote, 
pay-to-play schemes. Now, if you want to read more about that one, you can go to The Guardian, and they have the whole story on it. So the next one is GlaxoSmithKline, and they've been fined $3 billion after they admitted to bribing doctors encouraging the prescription of unsuitable antidepressants to children. Sales reps in the United States encouraged to missell antidepressant Paxil and Wellbutrin and the asthma treatment Advair. They literally are fucking completely unscrupulous. First of all, it's a proven fucking fact that antidepressants are super dangerous in young people. It can lead to suicidal thoughts and actual suicide. But these fucking people are so obsessed with money that they're going to literally recommend a drug they know is very dangerous to that age group. Fucking come on. And that one was also in The Guardian. So another lovely story about Glaxo, Smith, and Klein. The British former boss in China was deported back to the UK after pleading guilty to bribery-related charges and being handed a three-year suspended prison sentence. Mark Riley had been barred from leaving China for the past year and accused of overseeing a criminal godfather scheme to bribe doctors with three hundred million pounds, like British pounds, worth of cash and sex to prescribe specific GSK drugs. That's GlaxoSmithKline. It's like, are you fucking, they just, it just, it's disgusting. And these are the people that are supposedly trying to make people better, to cure disease. Bullshit. They don't make any money by curing anything. They want people perpetually using their products. So that's why I guess anybody that has now gotten the job is going to now have to continue to get the job to keep their fucking Vax passport up to date. It's like never ending. Moving on. Amid a targeted lobbying effort, a pharmaceutical company lobbyist convinced Congress to weaken the DEA's ability to go after prescription drug distributors, even as the opioid-related deaths continued to rise to one million deaths in the last 20 years. If you want to read more on that story, it's at thewashingtonpost.com. The next proven conspiracy. The CEO of drug giant Insys Therapeutics bribed doctors to prescribe more opioids to patients who didn't need them, according to federal authorities who arrested the executive after a raid. John Kapoor, the billionaire founder and CEO, led a nationwide conspiracy to profit by using bribes and fraud to cause the illegal distribution of a fentanyl spray intended for cancer patients. I mean, they literally got these doctors to get a whole generation of people addicted to opioids. And that's one of the most insidious addictions, too. It's, you know, once a lot of people go down that road, they never come back. And that's if they survive it. So, the next one. So, back to Purdue. In a guilty plea, and this is just for one state... Purdue was made to pay $600 million because they were caught. Three current and former executives actually pleaded guilty in federal court to these criminal charges that they misled regulators, doctors, and patients about the drug's risk of addiction, 
They said it was no more addictive than aspirin. And its potential to be abused. Company sales officials were literally allowed to draw their own fake scientific charts, which showed a lower addictive potential, which then they distributed to doctors. Okay, you guys, there's just, they're literally forging documents. And people are like, all right, that's totally cool. I'm all about big pharma now. I just, I don't fucking get it. Then we had the despicable pharmaceutical giant called Aspen. They actually plotted to destroy life-saving cancer medications in order to drive the prices up by 4,000%. And you can find that story at theindependent.co.uk. And the cherry on top. In 2009, a letter was sent anonymously by the FDA staff to President Obama, and they described, quote-unquote, systemic corruption and wrongdoing that permeates all levels of the FDA. But come on, let's trust them with some experimental fucking mRNA bullshit and be part of their human trials. I'm good. No thanks. I'm good. And you guys, these are just a few of the many examples of how shady this entire industry is. Somehow people forgot about this. Like, how is it just like two, three years ago, people understood Big Pharma and the government did not give a fuck about you. They gave a fuck about money and power. Somehow, I don't know if it was because everyone was locked in their houses and forced to watch TV for entertainment for the last two years with these lockdown bullshits, that apparently the brainwashing worked. I don't know. That's just, I, I, I literally have no idea how everything got flipped so 180 so quick. And it's like, how do we go from a lockdown, you know, for two weeks to flatten the curve to you can't even fucking work now if you don't have the jab. As of September 30th, I'm going to lose my job because all California healthcare workers are being forced to get the jab. So, I mean, obviously I'm going to force them to fire me and all that fun stuff. I'm not just going to fucking quit, but it sucks. I've worked for the county in this healthcare position for like 10 years and that's it. I have to stop. I have to get the fuck out because I firmly and have always firmly believed my body, my choice and health decisions are mine and mine alone. And now kind of moving on a little bit, but two senior FDA vaccine regulators have stepped down, possibly because they were afraid of getting some human rights violation charges when this whole COVID narrative comes crumbling to the ground. So apparently Marion Gruber, who's the director of the FDA's Office of Vaccines Research and Review, and Deputy Director Phil Kraus are the ones leaving. And basically, they kind of just announced this right as the Biden administration had announced that they're going to start giving the public endless fucking booster shots. And I guess what they're saying is they are frustrated that the White House is kind of getting ahead of the agency on the booster shots. There is no science right now to back up what they're saying about keep getting these booster shots, keep getting them. When we have all the science of the last hundred years of virology to show us that this vaccination, mass vaccination of the public is actually what is creating the variants. 
And we've had so many top-level virologists, immunologists, and vaccine experts come out with this information, but every single time they get silenced. And anybody else that reposts the information, they get censored and or shadow banned or just straight up banned. I'm shockingly back in Instagram jail after being out for a whole four days. So I, my account will basically be shadow banned now for the next two months to where each post, uh, instead of, you know, getting to thousands of people, it'll get to 20 accounts. So yeah, the last time it was kind of crazy. Uh, I had actually posted a news story about how the CEO and president of Instagram said that they don't do shadow banning. And the story was actually done by Huffington Post and they kind of just ripped that to shreds, literally showing that they shadow ban. And the people most affected by the shadow bans are women and minorities. And check this out. A bunch of these people over at Instagram, the ones that are attacking all of these female-held accounts, are the majority female. How fucking shocking, bitches being bitches. But anyway, sorry, side rant. Back to the FDA resignations. So apparently they're going to be exiting in November, and this is kind of what they're saying. So they're kind of a coinciding this departure with the Biden administration, preparing to offer the general public, you know, what is it, like 12 years of age and older, the COVID vaccine booster. So this is supposed to start September 20th. And a lot of health experts saw the move as premature and political, especially because the FDA had not finished reviewing data on the boosters yet. Then we have Endpoint News, which is a biotech industry publication. They reported that the officials are leaving because they're frustrated the CDC and its advisory committee are involved in decisions they think should be up to the FDA. And they're saying the final straw was when the White House got ahead of the agency on booster shots. So, and it's probably, uh, they're probably afraid of losing their fucking head like the other doctors and scientists did during World War II. And I'm sorry, but every single health professional that violated their Hippocratic oath to do no harm to the individual, at the very least, I think they should lose their medical license and be punished accordingly to how many people they killed. I don't understand why so many doctors and nurses completely disregarded the Hippocratic oath. I don't know if it's because they believe the bullshit if uh, they're feeling pressured to by, you know, their bosses or just peer pressure in general, because I know a lot of people are just fucking wet noodles. And if they're not going along with the crowd, they're having an anxiety attack and fuck this generation. Now they're having an anxiety attack regardless. So, but anyway, it seems like the COVID narrative is finally crumbling, just like all of this information lately, like the last few days is coming out. I saw there's a huge German investigation into the whole COVID situation. And a lot of the people that are involved in the investigation are basically just saying Corona was not the cause of death and about 80% of quote unquote official COVID deaths. They are also saying that COVID was actually, well, I guess it's technically SARS-CoV-2 and SARS is Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome. 
what they're basically saying is like in the early 2000s, we had companies like Moderna patenting vaccines on the coronavirus whose genetic sequence had literally just been given to them. And it was actually a secret patent on this vaccination. And Moderna just happens to be the one that was funded by DARPA. So, I mean, this shit is just so intertwined, so dirty, and it goes very deep. And that kind of was just like, okay, at this point in the pandemic, if something hasn't seemed fishy to you, if something's not seeming off to you, if you haven't stopped to do any of your own research at this point in the corona game, you're a fucking lost cause and probably dead weight. I've literally stopped even trying to help those people. If there's people that have like legitimate questions on like the science end of it, I have no problem helping them out and trying to help them break it down. But a motherfucker that hasn't even had the least bit of suspicion raised this entire time, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, you goddamn waste of space. So yeah, if you haven't kind of guessed, this episode is kind of COVID-centric, which means it'll automatically be banned from YouTube. But anyway... So I was uh, online the other day and I came across this news story in the Daily Mail and the title, Distressing Moment, a little girl sits in her handcuffed father's lap while he pleads with officers after being arrested for not wearing a mask in a park in Sydney, Australia. Now, that's not even the crazy part. That's fucking as per usual today in Australia. But there was a comment and it said, let Australia be a lesson to the West. Police officers will enforce any rule, no matter how inhumane. Now, I believe that person has a point. I 100% believe that I'd say, I don't know, 90% of police officers would enforce draconian insanity like what's going on in Australia. I guarantee you they would do the same thing here and have no problem enforcing it. Which brings me to a Velvet Revolution. So I briefly spoke about Velvet Revolutions last time, and basically what it means is just gentle or non-violent transition of power, which may totally just be a delusional dream at this point in the game, because I really don't see the powers that be just giving up their power, you know, voluntarily or without great bloodshed. And freedom is probably like one of the most expensive things on earth. And it's worth it. It's worth every drop of blood that is spilled for it. Americans have no fucking clue what it's like to live oppressed and in an unfree society. No matter what the media tries to get you motherfuckers to believe, America is not a country founded on hate. It's not a country founded on misogyny and the fucking hate of women. As a matter of fact, Americans themselves are some of the most badass motherfuckers on the planet. And I'm not even saying that because I'm American. Americans just come from people that had no problem giving up everything and everyone they knew and loved, hopping on this fucking rickety-ass ship and sailing across the ocean to completely unknown world. 
So it's all of these people descended from these crazy ass motherfuckers. And I think Americans in general have a good heart. They want to help. But right now, our government has kind of just completely taken over, overreached its grasp, and they fucking just straight up left Americans in Afghanistan to be tortured and killed by the Taliban. Biden literally handed a list over to the Taliban of Americans that were hiding, trying to get out of the damn country. And I... From fucking day one, I thought this war was fucking stupid, and I was not for it. I didn't believe the bullshit. I had, you know, I just, A, knew September 11th was bullshit, and B, knew we weren't getting the whole story, and C, knew we would never get the whole story. So based just upon that, I went into the quote-unquote global war on terror, knowing that it was probably a bunch of bullshit. And I just feel terrible for all these military people that went over there and sacrificed their sanity, their bodies. They saw their friends die. They just saw some horrible ass shit, thinking that they were going there to actually fight for freedom and make people's lives better. I'm so sorry they tricked you. I hope you understand what our government is now. And I hope in the future you'll help us to change our government. I mean, I hope it can be changed. I doubt it can since it's so rotten from the core. But something has to be done. The PSYOP that's been going on for the last two years has literally broken so many people. You guys know as well as I know, the suicide rates have gone crazy high. When is it going to be enough? At booster number fucking 15 when we start growing horns out of our asses or something crazy? Then are all these like pro pro vax people be like, oh shit, maybe we fucked up. And that whole term anti vaxxer because you have questions, because you don't want to be a guinea pig for an industry that has been shown time and time again to not actually be trying to help humanity or, you know, make lives better, less painful, more healthy. How many times do these motherfuckers have to be fined billions of dollars for killing people, lying, bribing, all that scandalous stuff before people realize again, well, once again, that these corporations are evil, just straight up pure evil. I get that there was two years of that PSYOP where it's pounded into people's brains that this is what they need to do, but I'm sorry, toughen the fuck up. Now, a little earlier, I was uh, briefly talking about ivermectin and how it could have saved a lot of people's lives, especially early in the pandemic. But, you know, the media and their fucking bullshit and their tricks. And speaking of their tricks, apparently Joe Rogan had COVID and they're like using filters to try to make him look yellowish to, I don't know, basically say he's got liver, he's got liver failure because he's taken ivermectin, which uh, Joe Rogan said he took ivermectin and actually helped him a lot. So I was just wondering about some numbers with ivermectin, and I actually found a really cool analysis of 113 ivermectin studies on COVID-19, and 73 of the 113 studies are peer-reviewed studies. So just check out this information. So basically, it's a database of all ivermectin COVID-19 studies. Of the 113 studies, 63 had results comparing treatment and control groups. Ivermectin showed an 86% improvement in 14 prophylaxis trials, 
72% improvement in 27 early treatment trials, 40% improvement in 22 late treatment trials, 58% improvement in 25 mortality results, 58% improvement in 31 randomized controlled trials. So all this stuff about the media, all this stuff the media is saying about how dangerous ivermectin is, it's fucking bullshit, you guys. And I'm about to drop a bomb and let you guys know how you can get some ivermectin since doctors aren't really prescribing it right now. So check this out. Now, you're not going to be able to do this everywhere, and they may have tightened it up a bit, so you're going to have to pull off some Oscar shit. So, animal feed stores. Now, I personally have done this before. This was before COVID, so I haven't tried it since. But they sell ivermectin over the counter, and it's used usually like for parasites in animals. People like are tripping because somebody found out that it's used for horses, like horse parasites. And suddenly they say, oh, you're going to use a horse drug and a human? Apparently, people don't realize that animal and human drugs are super interchangeable. And it happens all the time. Now, if you want to check out that study I was telling you about that actually analyzes the 113 ivermectin studies, just go to c19ivermectin.com and you'll be able to see what I was just talking about. And it breaks down all those numbers and just goes over some of the study information. But it just looks like there is a huge concerted effort by the media and the quote unquote powers of B, the powers of B, the motherfuckers. They don't want ivermectin out there because they stand to lose billions of dollars off these experimental jabs. And I don't know. I mean, I don't I kind of briefly mentioned this before, but COVID is basically kind of like an airborne HIV. They attack the same cells in the body and there's just so many similarities. And a lot of people think the only way this could have happened was for it to be genetically engineered in a lab like this. And so since I'm going to go with the lab leak theory, I just, I'm not sure that it was done purposely, but who fucking knows? Who, who knows? I mean, at this point, I don't think we're ever going to know because the Democrats helped pass a bill which made it so the investigation into the origins of COVID would not have to be released to the public. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. So yeah, now all of this investigation that's happening, we don't get to hear about most of it. So we will get probably some summarized bullshit copy, but nothing with like the truth or the juicy deets, nothing like that. The shit I'm looking forward to after two years of being called a crazy conspiracy theorist for... Everything from saying that it was a lab leak to masks don't work to Fauci's a short little fucking no motherfucker. And I don't know if you guys knew this. I actually just found this out. But Fauci's wife works for the National Institute of Health and she's the head of bioethics. Now, Fauci over there at the FDA... They don't do testing for drug approval. The NIH does. And then it provides its findings for the FDA approval. 
So it's just like more interconnections. Little boy Fauci and his super tall wife, they're probably helping each other out to do some fucking scandalous shit. And a matter of fact, I got fact-checked on this post because it says it was missing context. Do you know what the fucking missing context was? Not all the drug approvals are done through the National Institute of Fucking Health. I'm just like, dude, you fucking guys, they literally threatened to delete my account over it. So I fucking reposted it. Yeah, it's up there with their stupid little, your post is missing context. Fuck you, lizard boy Zuckerberg. Delete my goddamn account because at this point, I don't give a fuck. So, <laughs> rant of the week over. Yeah, sorry guys. It had I just had to do this uh, COVID episode because I kept having people asking me to do a COVID episode and I'm like, have you guys not been listening since last fucking February or December? I've been talking about COVID since the fucking start. So I figured I hadn't spoken about it for a while and uh, decided to drop some more truth bombs on you guys. So guys, truth seekers and critical thinkers hold the line. Be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.